You're listening to Nonprofit Unplugged with your host, the number one nonprofit lady, Shakira Relaford. This show teaches you how to start and grow your nonprofit with ease. Simply put, this is Nonprofit Made Easy. Happy Friday here at Nonprofit Unplugged. We're excited. We as in me, I'm excited <laughs> to come back with another episode. So you guys have been some true ride or dies listening to the content and I so appreciate y'all. So, so, so appreciate y'all. And I have been thinking a lot about, and this is just this week, just been thinking a lot about goals versus objectives and what that looks like when it comes to creating a development plan that's going to work for your business as it relates to your staff and for your donors or not your donors, your volunteers, excuse me. And so creating a staff development plan or volunteer development plan, which you can have one development plan and it go hand in hand, but it is definitely something that you should have on record for your, for your business and wh- and why. Um, I think we get to this place as, as, you know, nonprofit leaders where <laughs> we, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to have to sit down and come up with strategic plans with the board. Number one, find the board. Number two, come up with a strategic plan. And you either got to pay big money for that because that's not cheap. Or you do find a D a D F Y. So done for you option, um, or template easy mode. And you still don't want to do the work. You just don't. Right. Then you got someone telling you that, yeah, I need a business plan. No, you don't. Not as not not a nonprofit. Or I need this. No, actually, you don't need that either. And so you don't know what to believe or what to do. And here I am on this episode telling you guys you need to have a staff development plan. And I know y'all are ready to just like shoot me, like woman of God. What the heck? Why do you, why do we need to have that? What is this all about? Well. <laughs> This falls in line with organizational capacity. If you have not yet, you have the opportunity to go and get that Master Grant Writing workbook. It's actually on sale or sold right now on Etsy. Go over to my Etsy shop. It'll be in the show notes. Buy it. Get the book. Get the workbook. It walks you through exactly a step-by-step roadmap on how to build organizational capacity. And this having a staff development plan is literally one of those steps or involved right in the staff develop or in the organizational development component. And so the point of having this is just so that the goals are clearly outlined, right? And expectations are clearly outlined for the staff, for you and your board, but also for the staff members and volunteers as well. And then come up with measurable objectives so it doesn't feel so daunting, right? I'm a data person. Y'all know that. I'm a behavior analyst and I do a lot of organizational behavior management, disseminating the science, the whole nine. This is not a psychology class. I get it. But these are principles that do work, tirelessly work, like to the point, not tireless, but like it just, there's no denying it works. There's too much data to prove it works. And so these are things to implement to make your life easier. Remember, we're working smarter and not harder. I am never going to assign you anything that's going to be too hard that you can't accomplish, but you will thank me 
several years down the road because you already have it done. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So staff development plan. Number one, come up with a list of goals. How do you create that? It can literally be a Word document. Go to Microsoft Word, Google Doc. If you have Lark Suite, go to your suite, your office suite, okay? And go to the document section, click on create a blank document. It'll be a blank document on the page, all white. I like to use Microsoft Word just because the aesthetics look cleaner, but go and create a new document, okay? It doesn't have to be some written, drawn out, grandiose thing or whatever. No, no, it don't have to be that. But the first part on the top of your, your, your page, you're going to have staff development plan for your, in the name of your organization or for your specific program that is, let's say getting funded or you're wanting to seek grant funding for, you know, you can do these development plans for anything, anything I'm telling you. So <laughs> you'll write that at the top. Okay. And then you will create a section that says goals. You can bullet point the goals. You can do, you know, alphabetical. So like goal A, goal B, goal C, goal D, goal E, whatever, and keep going to Z if you want or however many you want to have, right? And then you write your goals out. What are some goals that you would want for your staff or for your volunteers, okay? Your volunteers are staff, just in case you haven't thought of it like that. Your volunteers are staff. You're going to treat them like you would if they were staff members, obviously with respect, dignity, and integrity. But, you know, they may not be on payroll, but that doesn't mean you can't give them the best volunteer experiences. I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of career changes happen out of volunteerism, believe it or not. (laughs) I'm I'm going to keep saying that probably throughout this whole episode. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. No, but for real, a lot of career changes happen through the acts of volunteerism. And if you give someone the same level and quality of employment status towards your volunteers, they're going to want to keep coming back to volunteer. They're going to end up investing not just their time, but their finances too, monetarily donating and so on and so forth, you know? And so you want to treat them right, treat them with respect, but also give them some goals to look to, to work toward essentially. Okay. So basically tell them what you want. This is here, here are the goals. Okay. For example, a goal can be that you'll want your staff to be structured around the knowledge and the competency of what's needed to implement, uh, one of your programs or knowledge and competency of your organization's mission and vision, which is IE your brand. Okay. Um, you want them maybe to be able to enhance their understanding of engagement with the community partners and stakeholders. That is something you definitely want because your volunteers can be your best brand ambassadors. And in case you hadn't caught the commercial at the beginning of, of this episode before it started, an affiliate brand ambassador or affiliate program is an extension, right, of your of your vision essentially to help grow sustainability. This is something you want to have, or you're going to have anyway, make use of it, make great use of it. Okay. Definitely. Another goal would be like to provide training for your volunteers to help enhance their learning. Okay. That those are things that are very measurable. 
Okay. And can be written into grants a lot easier as far as becoming an award winning (laughs) grant application. Here's what that looks like. Okay. Being able to have measurable goals, specific measurable goals, achievable. Okay. Um, goals for yours, for your volunteers and your staff. It, it does. It just works. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Okay. So you will write your list of goals down. You can bullet point them. Like I said, I don't know, however you want to set up your, your word document, you set it up the way you want. Nothing fancy. That's just the whole point of it all. This should take maybe an hour of your time, schedule it in, pencil it in easy. Okay. The next section of your development plan is going to be objectives and you can list them. You can list them like one through 10, one through 20, whatever you can do Roman numerals. You can bullet point them. doesn't matter. Just have it. Just have your objectives. So your objectives is going to be how you're going to measure your goals. So your goals are going to be increase understanding and engagement. Okay. For example, okay. In the objective, how you're going to do that would be to attend a conference or training related to your mission or um, engage your staff in self-managed learning. Okay. Or, you know, training through webinars to understand, you know, different components of connecting with donors. Those are just, those objectives are how you're going to measure the goal to see if you're even going to achieve the goal or if you're even going to meet that goal. Okay. And that's really it. That is the basis of your staff development plan. Honestly, you get a word document, write it all up, write down what you want your goals to be and how you're going to accomplish those goals. Okay. You can even do, This type of plan for fidelity, if you have um, a research-based or a program that is being funded with the grant and it requires, obviously, evaluations and methodology, all that other fancy-smancy stuff, then you definitely are going to need this in writing. But you can create a, a development plan for your programs. You can create a development plan for staff. You can create one for... Um, professional development, even you can create one for communication and dissemination. You can create one for, Oh my God. Um, um, trainings, you, you, the sky's the limit, but I just want you to get in, to get an understanding that although these may not be a hundred percent necessary all the time, they are definitely beneficial especially when it comes to training new staff, when you do get staff, training volunteers as they come in by the flood. I've just speaking in existence. Y'all going to get volunteers galore. Y'all going to get donors galore. But this is something that you can help even articulate to your donors to say, hey, our goal here with our staff is to do X, Y, and Z. And here's how we're doing that. That's the data you can highlight for your donors. Your donors honestly would appreciate that if they got a newsletter of you showcasing how proud you are of your volunteers and your staff and what you have been doing to improve the mission and the vision. You see how kind of this comes full circle. You create a mission. Okay. You create a vision from there. Everything is filtered out of that mission and vision. (laughs) Okay. Here's how we're going to do it. 
And then you kind of talk about it. You got to talk about it. Write it down. Make it plain. And it goes back to say, here's the proof in in the pudding. (laughs) Here's why we're going to continue to do this because of this objective. Look at how we've been measuring this objective and the progress we've made. And we went from 20% of our volunteers being um, knowledgeable and competent in our mission to 85% of volunteers being knowledgeable and competent. And so that's something that that's great because your donors can look at that and say, man, I can trust you. I can trust your volunteers. I can trust that y'all know what the heck y'all doing. It makes you look good. And guess what? You could take these same plans and boom, literally throw them into your grant. Of course, it's not going to be like, copy paste, but it is a copy paste enough that you can expound on this data and tell the story. Ah, you see how all these episodes in the last year have been coming back full circle. (laughs) This is just amazing, right? So definitely, definitely, definitely. Number one, just to recap, you want to have a development plan for your staff. You can have one for many other different things, but these development plans help to strengthen your organizational capacity and truly, and when I say truly, I mean truly is the gateway towards sustainability. You want to know why 80% of nonprofits fail after their first five years? Because there's no sustainability. There's no plan in action to say, here's how we're going to keep the legacy going. Here's what we're going to do to ensure this doesn't die. Y'all don't want to take the time to write. Y'all don't want to take the time to read. Y'all don't want to take the time to do anything you have to do to grow your business. And that ain't on me. That's not on any other consultant. That's not on any other grant writer. That's not on any other individual coach, whatever. That's on y'all. You're the reason why your nonprofit don't fit. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't thrive the way it wants to. You got to take action. I know that was hurtful. I get it. I get it. I had to come to the realization too. I had a moment with my own nonprofit and I was like, I just don't understand why this isn't working. And it's like, well, it's not working because I'm not really actively giving a shit about it. <laughs> like, but that's on me. That's not on anybody else. I can't put, point and blame the finger on my board. I can't do that. It's on me as the executive director to take a little bit more initiative here. I am teaching y'all how to have how to be the executive director on easy mode, but that doesn't mean that you're lazy. I don't teach y'all to be lazy. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm teaching y'all how to establish sustainability long-term And honestly, use grant funding as just a tool or an avenue, right, to add to what you already have been doing, not to be the end all be all, the make or break. You shouldn't have to do that. Anywho, back to the recapping. (laughs) Okay, so what is going to be included in your development plans? Number one, goals that you want to see accomplished. And number two, objectives. That's going to tell you how you're going to accomplish them. And that is that. Now, I do have a template in the success kit. And if you haven't gotten a success kit, you need the success kit. But um, 
the success kit is only for my master grant writing students. Ooh, I'm not selling it separately, but you can get the workbook, the master grant writing workbook separately. And these are things you can do. I kind of explained in the episode earlier in the episode, how to really like just go to Microsoft word or go to Google doc and literally type in the title, like blank development plan for title of your business or program. Okay. Write bullet goals, have some bullet points under there. Objectives as a second head title or subtitle, and then have, you know, your list of objectives. And that is that, that is that. If you want a more like professional looking one, um, you can totally pay someone or have a consultant do that for you. Um, they're going to know a lot of the ins and outs of what to do, how to do it. And they're going to create design. I should say they're going to design it for you as it relates to grant funding, uh, program evaluations and things like that. So it's going to make you look good and help you piece together your logic model, your work timetable, everything you're going to need when it comes to uh, developing that grant, that the perfect federal grant, right? <laughs> not just um, a traditional, not foundation type of grant. So yeah, that that is it for today's episode. If you have any other questions, feel free definitely to reach out to me on LinkedIn and Facebook at Shakira Relaford. You can go to our non our podcast Twitter account, nonprofit capital U N P L U one, a nonprofit unplu one. You are eligible to shop our Etsy store. I know I have an Etsy store. It's called BIPOC tribe. Right now I have a 99 women of color words of affirmation card deck. It's a digital card deck. The physical card deck, like the actual cards will be sold or coming or available for sale in August. But right now you can download the digital copies and there's a small demo video or tutorial video on the Etsy shop. So you can see exactly what they look like and you can get the down, you can get the digital option right now at at Etsy and this master grant writing workbook that lays a lot of today's episode out for you also is sold on our Etsy shop. Okay. Link will be in the show notes guys. So no need to, no need to worry. Again, if you were listening and you stayed all the way through to this episode, definitely go back and replay this episode to catch the uh, commercial in the beginning about developing an affiliate relational program. Okay. It's an affiliate marketing program that you can use for your own business. You are creating it and it helps you to build that brand awareness, but diversify your funds and your revenue streams, because let's be real. Grant funders are not going to just give you grants anymore like they used to, not willy-nilly. They want to see you know how to create and develop partnerships with people and that you do have sustainability. Again, the key word here is sustainability. Google search it, for real. (laughs) No, for real. The key word here is sustainability. And that's what you should strive to have and strive um, to want to have because that is what makes you a part of the 20% of nonprofits that continue to get funded and continue to grow for years and years and years to come. 
So if this episode was truly helpful and impactful to you, definitely take some time, share it with a friend or a colleague that you know can benefit from this. It literally costs nothing to pay it forward, but it can cost you everything in your business if you don't take action. So take action. Work smarter, not harder, guys. I love y'all to pieces. Y'all stay encouraged. And I can't wait to see you on top. You've been listening to Nonprofit Unplugged. Please rate and comment this show for more amazing content. 